My name is Suraj and I'm joined by Amara, Reza, Ravi, Samaya, and Iman. Would you all be okay with introducing yourselves? Hey guys, my name is Amara and I'm from New Jersey and I'm an ambassador here in Only Being You. Hi, I'm Beza, I'm from New York and I'm a core committee member at Only Being You. Hello, my name is Ravi Garasai, I'm a core committee member and I'm from Los Angeles, California. Hi, my name is Maya. My name is Maya Anderson. I'm from Pennsylvania, and I am the event coordinator for Only Being You. Hi, my name is Ivan Ahmed. I'm from Norman, Oklahoma, and my role in Only Being You is being a blog writer. Only Being You unfiltered and is going to be focused on Black Lives Matter and how it ties into the current status quo and current events. Especially today, we feel that creating a season that is dedicated to the most pressing issues in today's society is a way for us to foster discussions and also disrupt many of the prejudices that happen in today's society. Um, Amara, do you want to start off? Sure. So nearly every day, I feel like we open the news channel or a news app just to hear of another Black person being killed, whether it's by a cop or a neighbor, for absolutely no reason at all. And eventually, I think it gets to be so much that it almost makes the viewers numb to what they're seeing. But I feel like if we can all come together and just regain the hope that things can change and that we can be better as a community, we'll genuinely be able to make a difference in our world today. I 100% agree because I feel like it's not normal that Black people dying every single day is normalized to us. Like, it shouldn't be the case at all. And I feel like it's, like, definitely caused some, like, issues within us because I feel like, I don't know. Like, when you kind of look at it at hindsight, like, you kind of feel bad that this is normalized to Like, it shouldn't be. And if, like, we feel this way, we can only assume what other people also perceive this as, which is hurtful in a sense because I feel like people may not be as willing to support BLM because they see this always happens so it's like okay it always happens what are we going to do about it so like it makes people not want to take initiative I absolutely agree I feel like it can be very discouraging especially at this young age just seeing stuff like this in the news and the media every day it can be really heartbreaking yeah I agree I shouldn't like I shouldn't feel this way I shouldn't like I should not be not surprised that this happened again it happens like a couple times a year I shouldn't feel like it's normal now because it really shouldn't it's been going on since the beginning of time so I feel like it would take action now kids in the future and the next generations if this happens ever again they will they will feel the shock they will feel surprised and they'll, it will lead to more um activism to stop this if that makes any type of sense I hope that made a lot of sense one thing I want to add is that whenever people whenever people who are open about BLM talk about the way they feel about it and them supporting it and then other people say well all lives matter well guess what we know all lives matter but black lives are at danger so that's why we did black lives and I think that people who try to uh I guess anti-protest against or a protest against Black Lives Matter. I think that they're just looking for a victim complex or are just are they are the plot they they are the problem obviously, but it's easier for them to to be the victim. It's easy it's easier for them to play the victim as well, and they do it oftentimes just so uh, they can put things under the rug. And also for all the times each year that we hear about 
Black Lives Dying, those are all the times where it was made public. There's also many, many times where it's been managed to like be kept under the rug. I agree because during um, the protesting in what, 2020, it was 2020, all I heard was like, well, if Black Lives Matter, all lives should matter. But like, that's not the point we're trying to make. Of course we know all lives matter, but like Black Lives Matter in this moment is focused. That's what we're focused on. That's what we're talking about. Like, we're not gonna discourage other lies, but like, what, especially the Black community, they're telling the Black community saying, well, all lives matter, but, we're, but really the Black community as a whole is trying to do better for their community. And that, yeah. Jules, I don't know. It like makes you question how much occurs that we just don't know about. And then kind of like makes you figure life in a sense, cause it's like, you never know what could honestly happen on a given day. You don't know if you're gonna get pulled over or you don't know if someone is going to target you because you are a certain ethnicity or you're a certain race. And I think that's why it's so important for everyone to just do what they can in supporting the Black Lives Matter protest, whether that would be actually going and marching or even if it's just posting something and doing your best to share, because sometimes you might lose followers or even friends for doing stuff like that. But at the end of the day, are those really people you want to associate with if they don't believe in what you, in what you believe in as well? And another thing I might want to add is that BLM is not a political issue. It is a human rights issue. So with what, with what I think, with what the next person just, with, 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 with what the last person just said, uh, cutting somebody off because they don't support Black lives does make sense. It does make sense because it's not a political issue. It's a human rights issue. You're basically saying that you don't want to, like, for the, uh, you're, like, whenever you side with someone who doesn't believe in BLM, you're, they're basically saying that I don't believe Black Lives Matter, or you think they, or they say that they do, but they don't, but they deny the fact that they're in danger. But there is many studies, which I hope we'll get to into in the next episode about uh, uh, Black lives being at a constant danger, just because they're in a system where they, uh, they're in a system where the, the system is run against them. That was the whole point of the system. Whenever, whenever people talk about the Constitution and stuff. Uh, this constitution in America, this was not, it wasn't made for all people. It was made for white rich men or white men. And then it, it slowly evolved to be more inclusive. But even if people are saying that it is inclusive, it is not inclusive. And even if people, even if a person in your life is saying that they're not in danger, they are, okay. And there's many studies and data to prove that. And if they just choose to be like, I have no opinion on it, or I don't support it. Well, you're ba they're basically saying that a whole race is lower than them or does not matter. or And that if they want to ignore it, they obviously can. But you hanging out with a person who does that also says a lot about you. Yeah, for sure. I think that's honestly an excellent point. I personally um, don't have any experiences, obviously, but I can definitely tell that just depending on like socialization in general by the people you hang out with, just it dictates a lot about what you believe in and just in general about um, your character. Because as you said previously, like BLM is not a political issue. It's more of a human rights issue. I mean, that is what it is in its essence. And so not necessarily believing in that or not supporting it to the fullest. Um, it's not necessarily like a political statement or something that, oh, I don't wanna to be too political or I don't wanna lean this way or that way. It's more so like just refusing to support a specific like population that has been oppressed or marginalized since the beginning of time. So um, 
yeah, that basically it's not really a political issue. It's more so just neglecting human rights. One time, it was 2020 last year. Oh, 2020 was the year. But I was arguing with this kid. Al, he, on Instagram, I think, he went to my school. I don't know if he still goes to my school. But we were like, arguing about police brutality. And he was like being so, I think he was being ignorant on person because there's no way he could talk like that. He can like think like that. He's talking about, oh, um, when um, I think it was George Floyd. It was, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, it was racially targeted. And I was giving them all this information. And, uh, and all he said was, um, it's not racially targeted. Police don't kill black people because of their race. And I was just, I was just very, I was shocked, but like, I thought there's no way this person can actually think like this. And I was talking about, oh, you only think that because you have your privileges. It's like, I don't have privilege. I went through this, that, and the third. I said, oh, okay. Um, that's really, um, that's really interesting to say, but um, I don't really have um, experience with police brutality, but I do have a lot, I have a lot of experience of like people like that if that makes sense. Yeah, and I see what you mean. People are like definitely ignorant. I go to a predominantly white high school where people, they don't necessarily have their own beliefs. They just follow whatever their parents say. And it just, it shows a lot about them because you think at a certain age, people go out and do their own research or after a certain scenario, they like they look at themselves and they wonder, is this really like what I believe in? And I think, it's like, oh, it almost gets hard to blame them because it's like, they really just don't know what they're saying. And they, like, they're not informed in this at all. It's like, do you even blame them? Do you blame their parents? Or like, do you really just pray for them to like, really figure everything out and see the truth? And oftentimes um, they say, oh, I don't have privilege. I went through this, this and that. Well, privilege means like the benefits you have in life, like not, oh, you're like, like, think of it like this for those who are listening to the episode and are want to know the difference and want to know how to explain it. A white person will make more than a black person if they apply for the same job. A white person will have less jail time for the same crime a black person does, okay? And most of the time, especially if they get a prejudiced judge, um, uh, black people have been at a disadvantage from the very beginning if they were slaves in this country. So they built this country and now they are not rich. They're actually, a lot of them have to, um, well, a lot of them, you know, like we, like those slaves literally built the economy and stuff. They don't get free college or nothing like that. They don't get, they still have to, they're still put in the same position as white people after they've gotten their freedom. They've got equality, they don't have equity, okay? So, yeah, like to be honest, a black person was not made to thrive in this country because a black a black person didn't didn't immigrate here. They didn't immigrate. They were taken on boats. Okay, they were slaves, um, and people have prejudice against them. So, and then the, like you'll notice how like when buying, uh, when buying like a house or like an area living, um, a person a, a black person who sells a house. Like they'll get less money for it. Like I don't know if you know this, but my parents they sold they sold their old house like a couple months ago, and the offer that the buyers kept giving them was lower than what they asked for. 
okay? But for the same house next door, which also got sold a couple months back, it was, the person was white and they sold it for a higher price and it was actually lower condition, like, in, I guess, less quality of condition. Our house was renovated and everything and it was still, have, people were offering us a lower ballpark or were not, or were actually turned away once they figured out the owners were black. So like I said, um, yeah, like I know people say, oh, now black people are equal, now black people are this, but first of all, they're not equal because of the pay wage. Um, and because of many other things in life, it took them like, I, I don't know, everybody's like, it's always been at a disadvantage. Like you can, white people, they came over here to this country and they, they basically reaped off the profits of white people. You'll notice how there's not scientists, there's not people of color scientists back in the old days because they were slaves. They didn't know how to read. So, you know, like all the scientists that we now know about and that made discoveries are white because they had the privilege in time. And that privilege is gonna carry on. If you didn't know, like 50 years ago, like so racism was still quite a thing, okay? Like MLK, him passing away was not, it was less than a hundred years ago. And I know it kind of seems like whenever we talk, like when I talk to a white person about it, especially a white Republican, even though I wish that Republicans would realize that this is not a political issue, because oftentimes they will say that they don't support BLM or other human rights things just because of their political affiliation, which is not right. But um, those people do not realize that, um, they don't realize that because we're like because we've been at a disadvantage for a long time, we're still having a hard time struggle. We still have a hard time, like getting ourselves, you know, into the group of things because we don't have any wealth. We don't have any like generational wealth. We've actually have instead we have generational trauma. So when a white person says that they went through things, okay, yeah, you went through things, but if you, like this economy was made for you. Uh, if you apply for a job, you'll have a, especially a white male, you'll have a likelihood of getting, you'll have a higher chance of getting it, assuming you have the correct, like the, the things you need to get the job, you know? And so they, them saying they have privilege, I mean, them saying that they don't, they don't have privilege that, I mean, you can always play victim if you want, but you can't say that you were a slave, you know, or that your grand, your grandparents were a slave. I totally agree because um with every like every single thing that you said because I don't get why but people just think like after Rosa Malcolm um Martin that racism just ended and was illegal first of all racism was not is not illegal discrimination ah not even discrimination I guess but um yeah, people think that was the end of it. And people and now in 2021, we have like internet and like TVs and stuff like that. People still think that we're not equal when it's very, it's very dominant, especially today. And like with social media, we see it more and more every day because I feel like, yeah, we see it more and more every day because we see, we see like um, teachers being, te we see teachers being racially insensitive to um on social media like that math teacher I feel like that of that one video and it was um like we see so many stuff now I don't get why people still think that racism is not um over it or like black people are not equal to white people 
Yeah, it kind of seems like why people like, especially those who are iffy about Black Lives Matter, I feel like they're just trying to sweep racism under the rug. Like whenever I, when because you know, like the white people that were like, I guess the people who are white, who are like living this right now, they didn't have slaves, okay? Yeah, they didn't have slaves. Um, I don't think they've done anything like out like openly, especially my classmates, they haven't done anything to me. You know, I live my life, they live theirs and stuff. But, and I don't want to get into ancestors because at the same time, not all white people also, not all white people own ancestors. I like, not, not ancestors, sorry, slaves. Um, but whenever, whenever, whenever those people, like whenever you talk about BLM with them, I feel like they try to sweep it on the rug, under the rug because they feel bad. Like, oh, like they just kind of want it to be over. It's like, yeah, white people did this. Like, let's move on. Like, you don't experience this anymore. And that's not a good thing just because we still experience racism and um I don't like sometimes I feel like uh why people specifically a certain like a certain group of them just feel like they want racism to be over with like it doesn't exist so if I if I don't support this group like I can just pretend like it's not there and to those people well you are the problem because now you're pretending like an issue doesn't exist no so there are still racist white people out there. And then there's also white people who are not racist, but don't do anything. And to those people who don't do anything because either they want under the rug or they want nothing to do with it, well, you're no better than people who are racist because you're looking away and you have privilege, okay? You have a voice, you have power. So we don't, I also want to say that I don't hate white people for having privilege. And I don't think any black person should explicitly, like, outright hate a white person just because they can do better than they the system that they're in benefits them but rather a white person should know how to use their privilege know how to use their voice and speak out against it if you use your privilege for good eventually you can get to a point where there is no privilege or everybody's at a at a benefit you know and that no one will be like down in the system but if you kind of look away and you have privilege then that makes you a problem yeah, I just think that it's important for all of us to kind of take a look in our lives and just realize that this isn't normal. This isn't something that we should like just let happen anymore. And like you said, it's not something we should just sweep under the rug. And it's just something that we all have to take a deep look at ourselves, our friends, families, and our community and just do our best to make a difference. Thank you all so, so, so much for joining us today. Um, all of us are really excited to have you for this episode and also our next episode of the season, which is basically much more informative. And you're also going to learn a lot of new facts and figures about BLM and also more so about how the movement is being influenced right now. So um, with that being said, I hope you look at our next episode and thank you so much for joining.